Welcome to The Outcast, the podcast from Outlaw Pro, the ultimate angling experience. Well, hello and welcome to The Outcast, the podcast from Outlaw Pro. We're back again, folks, and I've got a fantastic guest with me this week. She is just an absolute legend, caught an awful lot of fish, ladies and gentlemen. Katie Elwood. Hello. Hello. How are we? Uh, I'm very well. How are you? Good. Yeah, very good. You're from very Kent, good. aren't you? From Kent. You've yeah. come across the river into across the north. Across the river, yeah. Are, are you all right with that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I didn't get mobbed or anything, so yeah. we're okay. Not nervous? No. 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 Fantastic. Yeah. Look, I'm going to start off with all of our guests, mm-hmm. with you in exactly the same way as well. Where are you fishing at the moment? What are you doing? Fishing up at Raysbury on the North Lake. Um be going into my third season like come april time um and i absolutely love it absolutely love it up there yeah it's been tough this winter though isn't it very very tough everywhere's been really hard really really tough up and down the country even like the local lakes in kent um they've all been been fishing really slow as well what do you like about raysbury uh the people the fish the challenge even the drive yeah yeah for it just everything you know gearing up like from like sorting out my gear at home to then loading it to then the drive which you know up and down the m25 is a bit of a pain but it's all part of going fishing my journey to get to the lake it's it's amazing isn't it you know the ultimate reward that that we're looking for is is that fish Mm -hmm. whatever it might be and Mm -hmm. my word there are some stunners in raysbury as well but the whole journey is amazing like you say the prepping up for it when you're fishing the same venue Mm -hmm. time and time again it just must be brilliant. I don't get the opportunity to do that something because yeah. I tend to bounce around like a pinball yeah. all the time. Yeah. But what? Let's talk about your session mentality. What are you thinking about? You know, you're three seasons in. Yeah. What are you thinking about? Is it wind? Is it weather? It's where everyone else is. What do you it's, do? Uh, trying, trying to be a bit different as well. I, I know that a lot of people they do, myself included, with that. You know, you try and stay to like the middle of the lake, but just trying to be a little bit different and. And I need to step up that for for myself. I need to like kick myself for like moving about a bit more because um, sometimes I can be a bit imp- well, a bit too patient. And I'm yeah. quite happy to because I do like to fish two three nights, and I like to be in the same swim and try and get the fish to come to me. Which sometimes it works, yeah. but sometimes it doesn't. It's an interesting balance, actually. I remember talking mm-hmm. to Tim Paisley, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a while ago about mm-hmm. how we catch fish. Yeah. And, you know, he will not fish a zigrig. He no. does not want to catch no. one on a zig. No. And he said he would rather not catch than yeah. catch on a zig yeah. because he just doesn't want to do that. He wants yeah. to catch them on his terms. Yeah. And I think, you know, in these modern days of carp fishing, there's mm-hmm. a lot on the result. But actually, it's the journey that's that's the thing that we as anglers yeah. enjoy, isn't it? Yeah. And if it you seems, like yeah. doing it that way, yeah. then... It seems funny, though, doesn't it, like with zig fishing? Because why why would they go for that tiny little thing? You know, when there's that lovely bed of bait and, you know, there's all that attraction down there. What makes them go for that? You know, it it does, like, freak my mind out a little bit as well with, like, the whole zig fishing and... Yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. I've I've had some Mm. lovely time swimming in Raysbury, actually. It's one of my favourite venues. I I would say it's it's in my top three venues in in the whole of the country. I know you fish the north. I love the north. I actually really like the south as well, just because of the space that you get in there as well. I've fished there once. I've fished Hut Island once, and that was back last summer, and absolutely like most lakes full of weed yes and i had a bit of a paddy with myself slapped myself around the face and i was able well i had one managed to get one out of there and it's yeah, a yeah. 33 and a half pounder amazing so, that's a good fish for there yeah, as well isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so so how do you cope with the weed then 
You know, because it is quite weedy on the other side, isn't it? Yeah, very, very weedy. A lot of perseverance. And, you know, yes, in regards to, like, you with your weed rakes, like, for your, you know, you just, you just get by with it. Yeah. You really do. And, like, if you've got a reel in, like, 20 times and recast, then you, that's something that you've got to do. Yes. You know, I'm lucky and fortunate, like, because the braid's allowed, and I find that is... That does work a lot better than like a mono wood. And yeah, certainly for getting them out so, yeah. as well, isn't it? You're connected yeah. to them a bit yeah. quicker. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's one of the things with weed. You know, when mm. when you're fishing in weed, you can't you can't make a mistake. You have to yeah. be precise with it. Yeah. If it's open water, you know, you can be off by six mm-hmm. foot. It doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. You, you might still catch on it. Yeah. But. yeah. So let's let's talk about some of the fish you've caught from Raysbury yeah. as well. You've had some absolute corkers. I've had a few, not as many. Like like with any everyone, you know, there's never as many as you. You always want more. You always want more. You <laughs> know, this year, as well, look. Yeah, um, this year I've had a lot more 30s and really high 20s than what I did in my first season. But yeah, the first yeah. season, you know, biggest lake I fished, deepest lake I fished. And when you've, sometimes it can be a bit daunting, but I suppose that's a massive challenge that I've decided to set myself yes. with it. And hence why I'm going back for my third season. Yeah, brilliant. Again, you know, what's what have you had out there? What's the biggest one you've had out? Uh, uh, the Long Sutton at 44.6. That, that took it. Like, if I'd have caught the Long Sutton that way, yeah. I'd, have, I'd have dropped that in first. Yeah, but that but. that day when I had that, um, bit of a bit of a story to it, and I was fishing a peg called Secret Reedy. My yeah. other half, Rick, he was fishing out the front of it, and I fish out to the right. Yeah. And in the morning, like this little robin come into my bivvy, and I was like, hi, mum, you're going to come and see me today? Yeah. Anyway, Thought nothing of it, and then I suppose it was probably about 11 o'clock, I freshened up my spot, put a bucket of bait out, took the dogs for a walk all the way around the lake, then like the rain clouds were coming, so it was like, right, quickly get back, get my rods back out, and that's what I did, and, and lo and behold, like the rain come, and it was about quarter to four in the afternoon, uh, Rick, he had a he had a take, yeah. he didn't, um, he was playing that. I landed that and I looked in the lake and the um, in the net and there it is. He had a forty-one pound the patch common. Wow! And then uh, about ten to eight that evening, you know, we're all celebrating. You know, phone calls going backwards and forwards. Oh, I've done a like I can, we yeah, can come yeah. home and all of this lot. And about ten to eight, a few friends popped down to to see us. And then like my dad phoned and I said to him that like I'll phone you back in a minute because there was a load of bubbling like yeah. over by the reed line chuck the phone on the bed and like the middle rod was away was and it? like I'm playing it and bearing in mind like the weed then it was like four inches above the surface Yeah, yeah. it was so yeah. it was like really gingerly and then into a weed bed then out of weed, weed bed and then got it in the net and it was just like what wow. you done and there it is yeah so he had the 41 then I had the 44.6 at about 8 o'clock in the evening on the same day it's an incredible it's just mad. fish isn't it yeah, yeah it's awesome yeah. It, yeah. you know there's, there's we'll come back to that and bite times as yeah. well in a minute because yeah. it's the time of year that yeah. we've got to think about those in particular but mm. just that fish I mean what a carp yeah it, like raspberry yeah. fish are beautiful anyway yeah. but, but the, one of the Suttons is yeah. just uh, just awesome yeah and, uh, and yeah. what the nice thing was is like because you get to know people there and when they walk in the ship into the swim and they come across and they've got to shake your hand, girl. Yeah. Like yeah. this. And and that, you know, those moments mean more to me sometimes than like actually catching the fish. Yeah. You know, the the thanks and it's like, oh my God, you know, I've travelled up and down, I've watched it feed yeah. like on my spot, been inches away from a hook and just like turn. Yes. So yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they, those brilliant. kind of people. It's nice brilliant. a nice syndicate's lovely, isn't yeah. it? It really is. Yeah. So you you fish down in Kent as well, don't you? Yeah, I have yeah. done. Have done. Yeah. 
and syndicate down there. Was that the stour that you were That was the, the stour. Uh, yeah. No, not anymore. Right, not okay. because I concentrate all up at Raysbury. Right. But tell me about your time on the stour as well, because that yeah. was another, you know, that's an iconic Kent water too, yeah. isn't it? I was on there for four years. Yeah. And yeah, about half of like all the originals and then like a lot of the stockies and... Yeah. And stuff, but yeah, amazing fishing there as well. Fantastic. Now, we always ask someone to bring in a present for us while yep. we're here, and you've got one. And talking of yep. a certain lake, the Stow, you've got it down there. Yep. So you have appeared on the front cover of Big Carp magazine. Yep. Right, let's have yep. a look. Hand it over. Here we go. Do you want me to hand it to you? Yeah, there well. Let's we show go. it to people at home. Look at that. What an absolutely stunning fish that is. Talk to us about that fish. Well, this fish here, this is um a carp known as the Black Mirror, yeah, and I had it first ever time over forty pound, forty pound six if I remember rightly, yeah. And then when I posted like on my Facebook that I had had caught it, um, I then had a message from Rob Malin to say that would I like to be the first lady on the front cover and like the thirty year history Fantastic. for the mag. So yeah, like knock me down with a feather again, a thousand tears, yeah. And it's like oh my god, I'm going to do this. So yeah, this is what I've brought in because it's yeah. It's a, well, it's a special cover. It's a special fish, yeah. isn't it, as well? Yeah. yeah, that's lovely. Thank you ever so much. We'll pop that one on the top. Uh, how often are you fishing then? Talk to me about, about your fishing career. How often are you going? I try to go most weeks. Yep. But uh, like with everybody's life, life does get in the way. Um, but yeah, I do try and go most weeks, either two nights or three nights. Do try to do the three nights because I prefer like a longer session. Yeah, yeah. And just being outside. Irrespective of the weather, yeah, you're, you're yeah, going whatever. Yeah, even when I was match fishing, um, I'd break the ice before like shipping out your pole and like catching like loads of little roach and stuff. I just just love it. Just love being outside. Fantastic. So your career spans a lot longer than just carp fishing. Then, yep. so you've been fishing a long time. Yeah, it's about twenty seven years. I did have a break for about six or seven years. Yeah, like in my twenties. Um, you know, again because like leaving you. Yeah, college and then like getting a boyfriend and things like that and like fishing took a back burner but yeah. now it's like my life how do you get into it uh my primary school yeah well it was my because people always think that like it was my dad but we always used to go sea fishing with dad and yeah. he, he said that like what's the point of like with freshwater fishing you catch it you put it back you know you can't bring it home to eat it so yeah. and, it was, and it was literally yeah my primary school that we um that got me into it it was in summer holidays they did a youth club and then just down the road from where we live there's um Chillum Castle and they've got a small lake and my teacher at the time she her husband went fishing and then got his friends together with a load of gear and then we was able to go like on Chillum Castle Lake and my first ever fish was a six pound twelve ounce little mirror was it really and then it's a big fish for a yeah, start yeah that. yeah it, yeah it was and it was like oh this is this is quite nice yeah and, and stuff and like when you're taking in the whole environment and, and bits and pieces and then my friend's dad took us a couple of times that was down on Chillum Match Lake and yeah just spent all school holidays down on the Match Lake because either walk down through the apple orchards and the cow field and then you was like basically there and so, yeah it was just like all the time You've been quite competitive then as well. You mentioned match yeah. fishing, so you went yeah. from pleasure fishing into match fishing. Into match fishing and um, fishing for Ashford Angling Society as well. Yeah. And yeah, into doing the ladies' nationals and junior matches as well. And doing a um, lot of junior matches on Hive Canal. Yeah, yeah. And then I was a junior champion with that. Excellent. And yeah, so yeah. So when it. did the carp fishing bug 
get you or, or were you aware of carp right from the very beginning because you caught that first fish? I think um, what did it for me because also like because of like fishing on Chillum Match Lake and getting to know Chris Logston um, and getting to talk to him and you know you I suppose that it's, you want to have a bit of a life in it. Yeah. And because like the whole the normal thing, it's like oh, what do you want to do? Like when you're older, it's like being a girl, be a hairdresser and stuff. And it's like no, 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 don't want to do that. You know, no money, no money, and all of this lot. So you end up, but it's like okay, what what do you want me to do? What do you think as such? And it's like well, get into like fisheries. Mm. And then he said, come down like on a Saturday, and you take the day ticket money and like do a bit of litter picking and things like that. And that's that's how it all started for me. And then. Because of being involved with that, with the litter picking and stuff, mm. then it was like doing bits and pieces of maintenance on the lakes and then doing the netting, then electrofishing. And I did that for, well, about 10 years. And then um, when, when there was uh, like matches and competitions on the Chillum Mill, yeah. I got invited down there. Where I got to, where they used to do like fish with the stars as well, and got to meet like quite, quite a lot of people, and it's like I quite like this, the idea of being sat there tent, you know, with your bivy and camping basically, like with fishing rods out. So and that's like how how it all worked out for me. It's it's a funny thing, isn't it? Because you know, fishing means so many things to different people. Mm. You know, for for some people, it's all about the capture. You've already mentioned about the social side of things and how you like the journey as well. Uh, I I think there's a big push at the moment, obviously, Mm -hmm. for participation and and, and mental health. And almost every time I sit down with people, we talk about Mm -hmm. what it means to them and how it helps them in their normal lives, just having Mm -hmm. the opportunity Mm -hmm. to, you know, Mm -hmm. to switch off and Mm -hmm. and chill out when you're angling. Yeah, it's quite funny because this weekend was a gentleman coming to the shop and we was talking about it and he said, it was so addictive. And I said, the way that I describe fishing to me, fishing is my drug because that is my addiction. And, you know, talking about fishing, going fishing, talking about the fish that you've caught, the one that got away, you know, Mm. it's, it's, so addictive so fishing is my drug yeah yeah i think well i think yeah. we've all <laughs> yeah. we've all been inflicted yeah, or infected yeah, by yeah, that haven't we, over, so. over the years mm. absolutely so let's let's have a little look at tactics now as well mm-hmm. um you know you are a highly successful angler mm-hmm. you've caught some very very big fish you you know you're fishing um and i'm going to use the word proper waters sort of um, loosely, but mm-hmm. you know you're fishing big waters here. Mm-hmm. It's not just that you're going down to an easy day ticket lake no. and catching any old no. carp. You're catching no. some very, very sought after big known fish mm. as well, and and competing with other members. And I say competing because whenever you're on a syndicate, you sort of you're friendly with everyone, but you're competing with the anglers yeah. as well because you yeah. all want to catch <clears throat> the same fish. Yeah. Yeah. What? What, what, firstly, um, would be your key tactic and approach? Do you have a favourite method to be able to go out and catch fish? I suppose my my favourite method is, well, the one that works for me all the time is is like crumb, smaller baits. Yeah. Um, so I just feel that like, so that the fish stays in the air and they've got a grub around, they've got a sift through bits rather than, if you're just, if you're chucking out 50 boilies, you know, that, they're just going to like eat a couple of them and then yeah. mill off. But I, I just like using boily crumb, small pellets, a little bit of hemp. Yeah. Get the bed down there and yeah. get them in. Yeah, yeah, big hooks, small baits. 
and yeah, that's that's my. There's nothing, nothing really too complicated about it. So but what, that works for me. What about this time of year? You know, it's very cold at the moment, yeah. isn't it? You know, we are in the thick yeah. of the bleak yeah. midwinter. It's been yeah. minus seven. It was minus two last night. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's no ice at the moment, but there might be no. at some stage in the I near think future. So, yeah. So you know what? What are you doing then? Are you bagging? Are you fishing bright baits? Um, more more fluoros on yep. the hook, and then getting the liquids like soaking my bait a little bit longer yep. than normal, so I get more of a cloud come out. Like um, if I do put like some twelve millers out, I want them to bleed a lot longer. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, just try and yeah. soak them for a couple more days, like longer than I need to. Just banging that attraction in there a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about you, and I, again, we've touched on this very briefly, but I've, I find this winter has been a really tricky winter. Mm. You know, when you look at a lot of the venues yeah. that produce really yeah. well, and Raysbury is a prime example yeah. at the moment, yeah. you know, last winter, they were holed up in one particular area on yeah. there, and there was a lot of fish out. Hell of a lot. This winter, they don't seem to be no. there. No, but I so, don't think, in regards to like, it's had the same pressure of anglers on yeah. there as much. You know, I, I certainly haven't done as much time on there as, like this winter. Is as that what because I of the weather, to. or is that time? Because or all uh, sorts personal of reasons, and um, you know. Just, just life gets in the way yes. and stuff, and you know, you know, <laughs> that, that is such an angling saying. Isn't yeah, it? life gets, yeah, in, the life way gets in the way, and I can't go fishing. But. Fishing gets in the way of life sometimes, yeah, isn't it? But actually, yeah. it's the other way around. Yeah, beg to differ, yeah. but yeah. but yeah, just, I I suppose yeah, comparing it to last year, this year it's just horrendous. Yeah, it, it really it, has been. I I don't even think that it's just that I've been doing the odd fish, nothing. Whereas like last year, people were having like 10, 12 fish hits. Yeah. This year one maybe two seems to be the same across the country though mm-hmm. you know you, you you work for outlaw pro you yeah. work in the shop down yeah. in kent are you seeing a lot of people coming in saying you know what we've really had it off this weekend there has Don't. been loads out There's- no no nothing at all nothing at all and uh, people that will are g- traveling the distance to go yeah. like on day ticket lakes as well it's just it is just the odd fish it's been tough yeah very it's very tough, tough. Yeah. So February is always a good time, though. You know, mm. come come the middle of February. We're we're beginning of February now, middle of February, early March. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the time to to be out there. In yeah. my mind, yeah. absolutely straight away. Yeah. Um, and zigs for me mm. is is yeah. a key thing at that time of year. You yeah. know, particularly if you can get a bit of attraction underneath them that will pop up. Yeah. Yeah. Then then zigs over the yeah. top of a, a, a little bit of bait is mm-hmm. really good. Do you zig fish much? Not as much as I should do. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's like what I said at the beginning. I don't understand how that tiny little bit of foam, why why would you go for that rather than like, or, or, you know, that little bed of bait. Yeah. I, I just don't, it, yeah, it just gets in my head. It just doesn't work out for me. I think a lot of the time it's mm. just because they're up there. You know, mm. in, the, in the middle of the summer when, mm. the, when the water's warmed all the way through, yeah. you'd expect them to be down as well as up. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, this time of year when it's it, the, the, mm. the coldest water can be at the bottom of the lake, yeah. so they're not necessarily yeah. down there. You know, we're always looking for shallows. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the, the, I just think I think things personally at this time yeah. of year are absolutely fantastic. Yeah. No, I certainly need to up my game with it. Perhaps we need to do a bit of zig fishing. Yeah, we'll have a go. Yeah, we'll, yeah definitely. We'll definitely have a go. Yeah. There's bound to be something we can yeah. do. It. Um, we <laughs> have. Uh, some new products. Now, we've already mentioned that Katie is part of the Outlaw Pro team. She works out of the shop that we've got down in Kent. Uh, very, very busy. Talk to us about what it's like day-to-day working in a fishing tackle shop. Um, so we've had lots of guests on that do various different yeah, things, but nobody yeah. that actually works in the shop other than Ian here. Well, I suppose, um, I don't know, because it's so different, like every day is different. And like we're, 
the summer type like last summer because I started last March. Yep. I did so last summer. Summer was my first summer in the shop. I've worked in tackle shops prior to yep. Outlaw Pro, but because I'm more into carp fishing and because I've done my pleasure fishing, when when you see two little kids come in with their bikes with their rods strapped to their to their bikes and yeah. it's like. Mum's given me £20. I need to get some bits and pieces and get some worms because I'm going down the river. And it's yeah. like, okay. Then you go and help them and then show them and then talk them through like little methods and things. And, you know, and the following time they come in and it's like, I caught a roach, you know, and they get so yeah. excited from like catching that roach to then like when you get like the teenagers coming in and it's like, went cart fishing with my brother. I had a 17 pounder. Can I show you the pictures? And yeah. it's just that, that to me is you know you never ever get that back you know because you i get so excited for other people catching the fish whether it's you know whether if it is a five pounder or if it is a big fish you know it's that excitement and then when you i sometimes i don't get it so much now like in regards to like what's your advice about this you tell them like this is the way how i do it and then you revert back to like like Mark's way in the shop, he, he fishes slightly different to me. We all do. We all like have a favourite, but it's like at the end of the day, it's your fishing. Yeah, it yeah. is. Do what's right for you. Yes. you know we'll always advise you as it's, much as we can. It's quite interesting seeing you in the shop mm. as well because people do gravitate towards yeah. you. You know, you're such a lively, bubbly person yeah. that people always yeah. want to come up. And a lot of the yeah. time, it is that case yeah. that they want to show you what they've done. Yeah, don't yeah. They? So there's yeah. a lot of people smiling and yeah. sharing. Yeah, it is. So. But then sometimes you do get it the other way, and it's like. You go fishing, and yeah. it's like, yeah, I do go fishing. Oh, kind of thing. You, there is that that side of it as well because I think they um, like taken aback like for a, for me to be like working in the tackle shop. Yeah, but, yeah, and then like we have a good conversation. And it's like, oh, and then it's like, oh, I'm really sorry to like think that you wouldn't fish. You know, why wouldn't why would you be working here? Yeah, well, you see, um, I've I've always known you as an angler. I've yeah. seen you in the press yeah. and across social yeah. media catching fish anyway. And, yeah. and and straight away when you see the quality of fish yeah. you catch, you know that actually you're someone that 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 actually really goes yeah. fishing. You know, there's a lot yeah. of people that that will go fishing either fishing for likes or attention yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You're actually yeah. you know hardcore out yeah. and out. It's angler, me against is, the fish. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And against me yeah. if we're in competition yeah. as well. Because yeah. <laughs> if we go out, we'll have a bit of a knock yeah. around on the zoo. Yeah, definitely. Um, talk, talking about competition, uh, yeah. this is, this is we'll make a bit of an announcement now. I don't think it, you will have probably heard about it by the time this podcast comes out. Mm-hmm. But we've just selected Katie to fish for England. Yeah. You've got an England cap. Yeah. Um, it's the Home Nations event coming up. Mm-hmm. Scotland are hosting it. It's up at Wireside yeah. in uh, March. Yeah. So how did that feel? I mean... Kind of, again, had knocked me down with a feather kind of moment. And it's like, am I good enough? Uh, th- then everything goes through your mind, you know, th- every, th- you know, every emotion and stuff. And it's like, oh, my God, it's like fishing for your country, you know, because I have said um, previously, would I do it? And hand on heart, I have probably said, no, I wouldn't because yeah. it's not my style of fishing. It's like going back to like the uh, beginning of this conversation, you know, I like to feed the fish and I want to bring them to me as such. So for me to now then revert back to like my match fishing days, whether, you know, pole fishing, because you're always chopping and changing like when you're on the pole. But I suppose with carp fishing, you can become a bit lazy and hand on heart. Yes, I probably do become a bit... Let's say comfortable, not lazy. It's comfortable. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, because that works for you. So always chopping and changing. But but now, you know, I'm, I'm going to bed thinking that like... 
couple of hours doing that. You know, it's it's just got right into my head. And like this week, I'm going to be like doing a bit of practice casting and, yeah. you know, just all bits and pieces. I, I, I must so. say that I find that the competitive element of carp yeah. fishing, whilst it's not for mm-hmm. everyone, and, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I fully accept that carp yeah. fishing is a broad church. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can be a bivy angler or you can be a stalker. Yeah. You know, you can yeah. like it on the surface. You can yeah. fish on the yeah. deck. You can short session fish, long session fish, yeah. competition fish, yeah. social fish, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I do find that as soon as you get into mm. competition, it absolutely sharpens you. Yeah. It really yeah. does. Yeah. You know, and you'll you'll see a difference in your own angling. If you take your your mm. um, good fishing mentality into yeah. the match world. Yeah. And then afterwards, that will rub mm. back off on you, yeah. and you'll take the match attitude back into your own fishing. Yeah. You watch your catch rates. Yeah, you yeah, know. I'm. I, yeah, because uh, I suppose that I'm already trying to adapt my mind to think, think that way. Yes, and hopefully, you know, into like my normal fishing, like up at Raysbury, that that it will. Would it help? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So, well, I'm, I'm yeah. sure it will because ultimately, yeah. the, you know, the key thing is, is that you're, you're, you're out fishing and yeah. you're doing it. Um, yeah. There's going to be other ladies that are watching this that are quite interested yeah. in, in how you've got to where you are. What advice would you give? Poor. Now, that, that's hard. That's really hard because I'm rubbish at social media. I'm not one for, like, well, just being put, chucked straight in front of a camera or even doing, like, your own reels and things like that on Instagram. That's not me. And for for me, it was me going out to catch to catch a fish, whether it be a fifteen pounder, a twenty pounder, or yeah. whatever. You know, I suppose just just enjoy it. Just do if it feels right, do it. Yeah. And and don't don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. You know, because we all, we've all got this same thing in common. And that you know, if you want to ask a question, ask a question. Yes. Yeah. And but for getting in, I don't I don't know what 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 i would say about that just yeah. if, just give it a go i think you've said it mm. just give it a go yeah. you know that's it it's like yeah. anybody whenever mm. you're picking anything up just mm-hmm. just go out and give it a go yeah. that it is you know yeah. you'll you'll find out whether mm. you like it and if you're thinking about yeah. it you probably already like it yeah my my mum she was a bit that like oh, come like reverting back to like when we was kids and going down to like chill and match lake my yeah. mum she would come down to pick us up she would and it's like come on like dinner's in the oven and it's like oh one more cast mum one one more cast and it's like oh you know, always rolled her eyes and things yeah. like that, and and then it w- gets back to the summer again, and it's like, Mum, you have a go. And then when she turned, when she's catching tiny little perch, and then little roach, then she'll have like a, a little three pound carp and things like that. And she'll be like, one more cast. It's like, Mum, come on, you told us we've got to go. Just one more <laughs> cast, and and that's how like how I got my mum into it as yeah, such. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah, it's. So there's the addictive yeah. element again, yeah, isn't it? There, it there is. is the addictive yeah. element. Well, look, um, we're, we're Outlaw Pro. Yeah. We're going to talk about some products now. Yes. yes, folks, we don't normally do this, but this is yeah. going to be a blatant plug. Yeah. And it's going to be a blatant plug on purpose because we've got something coming out in March that will absolutely take the cart world by storm. And they are down here. You will no doubt have heard of these absolutely fantastic opportunities to catch more carp. These are the solubles. Um, we've got two different types of soluble coming out. They come in one kilo buckets and they come in five kilo buckets. And we've got a sweet corn and a krilla version. You know what? They are an absolutely huge edge. Uh, I've been using solubles first in 1996. Different type of soluble to this one. 
Uh, but they've evolved over the years, as with all baits. You know, boilers have changed a lot since uh, since back then as well. And these things are just a huge edge when it comes to catching carp. The principle behind them is in the name. They are a soluble boilie. So basically, the ingredients are exactly the same as the boilies that we sell here at Outlaw Pro. But these break down. As soon as they go into the water, the water oozes into them and breaks that boilie down over a period of time. And it is just a whole bed of attraction. Absolutely brilliant. Now, the fish will come in and feed on them when they are in normal, full round shape. But also, as they break down, they're kicking out a load of attraction. In addition to that, obviously, there's particles coming off them. There were some popping up. The small fish will come in and feed on them as well. And if you're clever, what you do is you keep topping your peg up. So if these break down over a period of, say, four hours, every hour, just stick a few more in. And you've got a really active peg going on fish absolutely love them and i can tell you for sure and i mean now for sure a number of world championships have been won using soluble boilies we won it last year the ladies well you know what ukraine won at linear this year they were using solubles interestingly as well talking about solubles uh, at the ladies championships in in linear fisheries back in august last year the top three teams all use solubles so ukraine won uh, they caught some fantastic fish from B2. Uh, England, we were second. We were using solubles. And also third were Latvia. And they caught the biggest fish out of Hardwick Smiths using solubles. So don't for one minute think that these are going to need any time to establish themselves. The fish haven't seen this concept before over in the UK. But they will have seen the bait. They love the food. And the concept of a breaking down boilie is just second to none. So, uh, yeah, keep your eye out for them. We're taking pre-orders at the moment. They'll be out on the shelves very, very soon. They might even be out by the time this podcast comes out. But check us out on the Outlaw Pro social media pages for all the captures and also through the website to see what you can get. One kilo and three kilo, krilla or sweet corn. Something for every opportunity. Have you had the opportunity to use them yet? I've used them once. Yes. And uh, that was at a ladies' social, actually. Yeah. And I did have two fish. Yeah. You know, one one was only about six pounds and, yep. and one was, I think, just over 22. Brilliant. So, you know, I did just use those. Yep. And, and didn't take any other, uh, like, boilie with me. So it was just that as my loose feed. So It's a real new edge, mm. isn't it? You know, I say new edge. It's not new in the slightest. It's no, been around for, been for around 25, for, 30 yeah, odd yeah. years. But coming back to mm-hmm. UK now, yeah. having this as an opportunity yeah. to fish with, it's going to be uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how yes. these go through the course of the year. There is no question in my mind mm-hmm. that they're going to catch people yeah. loads and loads yeah. of fish. You know, we use them in competition yeah. all the time, and you'll yeah. see with Team England that you'll be yeah. taking certainly some of the sweet corn ones yeah. out and, yeah, uh, and having a go with those as well. But, uh, yeah, 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 interesting. Ho- hopefully, like on my next session. Like I'm going to dedicate one rod solely yeah, to, yeah. to that. Like a bit like like when I had uh, the lady social. Yeah, I'm going to dedicate one rod solely to the soluble. But you know the score mm. with, with with having a match angling background. Mm. You know the score with little and often baiting yeah. as well. You know rather than yeah. sit and wait or yeah. bait and wait. Yeah. What you do with these is you tickle them in all the time, yeah. and that's yeah. where they and really then, come in. Then you get own. the different breakdowns as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting year with these absolutely. too. And keep these in your mind as well because very soon we've got a giveaway. going to lift that one up now that is a five kilo bucket we're going to be giving away 10 kilos of these so hang around because you might be in with a chance of winning some of these free of charge absolute winners anyway let's get back to business 2023 katie Mm -hmm. we know that you've got your Aisbury ticket we know that you've got an england cap yeah 
What would your targets be? Do you set yourself targets or do you just go with the flow? No, I just go with the flow. Okay. But I, I suppose my biggest thing this year, what I keep telling myself, is to move around a bit more. Right. But I do take a little dog with me, yeah. so it is a little bit harder. So, But she will be walking about here, there and everywhere. Yeah. But not trying to settle in a swim. If You know, try and be more mobile, yeah. you know. I'd, yeah, I do need to kick up the bum for that, definitely. And, uh, because, yeah, trying to, you know, instead of like just sitting there, yeah. I don't know, I will will be more mobile. There's something very relaxing about getting a bivvy up and yeah. thinking this is it for yeah. the next couple of yeah. days, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, what about fish wise? Have we got any targets? What would you like to catch? Mike's pet? Oh, who wouldn't? I'd rather, to be fair, I'd rather have not Mike's pet because yeah, that yeah. haven't been out for about 16 months now. That's it. How big is that? Fifty-two? Uh, no, not Mike's pet. Is high forties? Right. Okay. But uh, you know, the last time it was out, I think it was just—I think it was about 30, 30, 38, 39. I get the two of them but, mixed up. Yeah, yeah. It is hard with them because they've got this like uh, lump on the. I side. I was going to say, which is the yeah. big one with the lump on the side? That's of it? Mike's pet. That's Mike's pet. Yeah, I've yeah. With, with the white pet. tips, with the white tips on the on its tail. Yeah, I've swum with Mike's pet. Have Mike's you? Pet. Yeah, yeah. I've photographed yeah. it twice. I've seen it fast. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, I was swimming. I was with yeah. Raf actually because yeah. he wanted to go diving. Yeah. So I'm diving around Rage Yeah, and uh, we're we're on the surface, and we are. Is it you know on the road bank when you go on? I got to, it's. It, would it be the giant's footstep on yeah. the left hand side? Yeah. So we're there. There's a snag tree in the yeah. water down there, yeah. isn't it? Just before it. Yeah. So we're swimming over the top of that. And uh, Raf said, oh, there's got to be a couple of fish. Let's just have a little go over there. So I said, well, rather than steaming in low, let's let's do a flyby. Yeah. A flyby, basically, you're going over the surface. Yeah. And yeah. as I've, I'm leading, and he's following me, and as I've gone, there's a bubble come up. Yeah. Just popped behind me. Yeah. And I thought, sorry, just popped up in front of me. I thought, oh, where did that come from? Because we couldn't see anything. It's yeah. what, 15, 16 yeah. foot yeah. deep there, isn't yeah. it? Just down yeah. in front very, of the snag. Very deep. So I've had a look down, and there's another one. And mm. literally, mm. it was not Mike's pet. Which Mike's is a big pet. one, Mike's, yeah, pet. Mike's pet. It was yeah. one of it was Mike's pet, the bigger one of the yeah. two. Yeah, and it farted. So and literally, it's this bubbles come floating yeah. up again. Yeah, and I've seen where it's come from. Anyway, I've hovered over the top of yeah. it, looked at it. Next minute, it comes up and has a look. So a little swim. Crazy! Around. It's huge, fish massive, in the water. massive fish. Yeah. And when Ian had it, like last January, yeah. and being there, like um, to share the moment with him as well. And then when he released it. And and it is like a hippo yeah. just wallowing off into like the depths again. It's yeah. an, it's an amazing fish. It's got a very distinct yeah. way of swimming because yeah. it's so big. Yeah. It does yeah sort just of lollops yeah, yeah. yeah lollops yeah. about. But no, it'd be nice to catch um, have a PB common this year. Yeah, yeah. There's some Definitely. lovely commons in there as well, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, so. quite elusive as well. Some of them. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that would be that would be. I suppose that would probably be my target. PB right. common this year. Yeah, fair play. What's PB at the moment? Uh, 33, uh, no, 34.10 oh, it's common. doable there then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And doable. that was from there, so. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. If you could fish anywhere, taking Raysbury out of it, if you could fish mm. anywhere, anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh, my God. I don't think I'd fished enough places to to answer that question as as well as I want, would want to. Yep. Um, God. Go on, you must have seen some films. You must have you must have looked at other people's fish and thought, you know what, I'd love to catch that fish or I'd like to fish there. Um, there must be something. I suppose, you know, who wouldn't want to, uh, you know, Euro Aqua for their yeah. massive, massive, massive 
fish, but I don't know really. I, happy at Raysbury. Happy, very happy at Raysbury. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'd, one day might, but it would be nice to go back to Chillum Mill one day. Yep. Go back on there because that was the first ever time like I went carp fishing was Chillum Mill. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I did a troubleshoot. Big fish in there now yeah, as well. Very big fish in yeah. there at the moment. Yeah. You don't hear as much about it as you used to. I think because um, it's syndicate now. Yeah, you syndicate, know, outside of yeah. Kent, it seems quite quiet. Yeah. yeah, but the fish that you know, again, that that's been fishing really, really well for for like ten days, yeah. and then it shuts up shop again. And but yeah, to go to go back on there, yeah, yeah. that that would be nice because that's where I first ever went, and yeah, that quite special. Brilliant. Yeah. So nice to make memories. Nice yeah. to make memories. Yeah. Now, product time again. We have got an amazing product release coming up this month, and believe me, these are fantastic. Yes, we've got hooks coming out from Outlaw Pro, and you wait till you see these. They are immensely sharp. We've got four different patterns. We've got medium curves. We've got talon claws. We've got chods. And we've got everyone's favourite, the Wide Gape. Now, they come in sizes 4, 6 and 8. And believe me, you will not be disappointed with these hooks. They are absolutely fantastic. Something for everyone, irrespective of the type of rig you use. Just look out for them. Check us out on the website. And don't forget, get yourself a membership card to Outlaw Pro as well. Because you get 5% discount off everything through store. 10% off an Outlaw Pro product. So, competition time now. Let me dig out the prize. You will see here a five kilo bucket of our new solubles. We've got the krilla and we've got the sweet corn. We're going to be giving away 10 kilos. So, what do you need to do to win it? Well, it is absolutely simple. You've got to have paid attention to the podcast. What I would like to know is how big was the long Sutton from Raysbury that Katie caught? I need pounds and ounces. She did tell us. And what you need to do is you need to email us with your name, the weight, and send that email through to podcast at outlawpro.co.uk. I'll say it again, podcast at outlawpro.co.uk. The weight of the Long Sutton and your name. We'll get back to you, get your entries in before the end of March and be in with a chance of winning some of this fantastic bait. So we're going to finish up now, and I've got one last question for you, and that is tips and tactics. Yeah. If somebody was going out tomorrow yeah. to catch a fish, yeah. you as a prime example, yeah. what would you be using? What would be your hook bait of choice? What would you be your bait of choice? How would you do it? What would you do? Do you like colours? Do you colours, like natural baits? Yeah, bright. I do. I am a lover of natural baits, yeah. but obviously being cold and this time of year, obviously a fluoro. You know, yeah. everyone goes heads to war a fluoro. Normally, like a fluoro pink, yeah. something really nice and bright. And again, like. PVA bags yeah. with it, 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 micro pellet. I have a tendency, and, I've got to say, at this time of year, mm. of moving towards sweet baits. Do you yeah. do that? Do you still like squid and octopus or something? See, I, st I absolutely love our squid and octopus. And yes, last winter I did catch, still using the squid and octopus. Yeah. But I suppose I would like to give like Arbanoffee a good go. It's, it's weird what you're comfortable yeah. with, isn't it? You yeah. know, because I, I, I know Gav downstairs yeah. absolutely yeah. loves Bonoffi in the yeah. winter. He's Kriller in the summer yeah. Yeah. and Bonoffi yeah. in the winter. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's weird how we change these it's strange. things and then over you, again. Then you, you know, then you think to yourself that like, oh, I might just fish one rod on that, and then it's like, oh, then it's another bucket to take, and you know, just stick to like what you know and yeah. you you're happy with, and that. But no, a, a nice bright visual pop up, yeah. and more more smells and. Yeah, yeah, a sweeter bait. 
just yeah. as much attraction as possible. As mu- yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, look, there we go. That's Katie Elwood. Yeah, what an me. absolutely fantastic 40-odd minutes it's been talking to her about firstly angling and just like yeah. some of the fantastic fish you've caught. Yeah. I've got to say... Those raspberry carp are magnificent. Yep. I really hope yep. that you catch what you're looking for. I hope so. And I really hope so. You know, let's let's yep. hope that you catch absolutely shed loads when you go out in the Tri Nations yep. as well yep. and bring home that home gold medal for uh, for see. England. Yeah, definitely. That's it from us. We will be back again next month with the Outcast from Outlaw Pro. But in the meantime, you know what to do. Give us a like, a click, a follow, and all the other stuff that you do on social media. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to The Outcast, the podcast from Outlaw Pro, the ultimate angling experience. Remember to follow us on social media for updates and information on future guests. See you next time.